Hello, hello. Welcome in. My gosh, it's a Honolulu blue. Uh, what is today? Tuesday, Wednesday? Oh, my God. Uh, the Eric St. Show podcast from the Impact Power Sports Studio. Uh, thank you so much for being here. Uh, we had a code brown this morning in a big way. Code, uh, code brown, code yellow. Uh, O'Neal is our snow dog. And my God, does he love to romp through the snow. And he's never experienced snow like this. I'm not, I'm not kidding you. In the uh, uh, 20 years where, where, that we've lived here, we've never had, uh, I mean, we've had big snows. You get like a foot here and there, but we've never had consistent snow where you get like a buffalo amount of snow, which is like several feet. And where I live right now with the lake effect snow, which is hit or miss, you can be getting a foot of snow in one spot and three miles away, it's sunny. I'm not even kidding. It's ridiculous. We've gotten uh, north of three feet of snow since last week. So O'Neill is just romping through it. He gets out in the yard. He's just bounding. The snow's flying. You know, you want to shoot that in slow motion. That's, uh, my God. Uh, Tyler points out Michigan is making up for the slow start to winter. Yeah, we got it all back. You know, we were like, oh, everyone's like, oh, man. Yeah, this is great. No snow this year. And then Mother Nature said, yeah, I've been on vacation. Here you go. Take all of this in a weekend. Holy cow. The problem with O'Neill is he starts having so much fun romping and hunting for frozen turds because that's what he'll do. He'll, he'll, uh, he'll be romping around and then he'll, he'll catch a whiff of a nugget and then he'll take his face and just stick it right in the snow and then you know oh hell and then he pulls his face out it's all his face is all white there's a joke there somewhere i'm too tired to even try it you get him to come in you know like oh Neil. so he's like forgets to go to the bathroom well um because that's what dogs do you know they get preoccupied or whatever they get distracted and that must have happened last night because the poor guy, um, you see him right now. He's got a little bit of a, uh, embarrassed look on his face. Um, he was polite enough to empty his bladder on the, um, uh, ceramic, those squares, those one foot, 12, 12 by 12 ceramic squares in that sunroom where the NFK hangs out. That's the TV zone. That's his room. And uh, as I've described before, the urine then uh, settles in the grout. It looks like yellow Venice. And then he had to go poo-poo. And he uh, wandered over to the uh, carpeted area and did that. Thank God it was solid. Uh, I wake up. I have no idea this is this is going on. Or this has happened. Taking care of my typical morning. And uh, here comes the NFK. Hey, that's poo-poo and pee-pee. Oh, boy. 
I get to work. It's too much. I'm running out of time quickly. I had to call for backup. I know you've heard this story before, but that's what happens with O'Neill. So I said to, I said to uh, Diane, I go, look, yeah, if you let him out, you got to leave him out because he has so much fun in the freaking snow that, you know, he just forgets to go. You got to make sure he goes like, don't let him out. And then like coax him to come back in. Uh, because he won't go. And he has a look on his face. Like he just, he's so bummed out. You know, he was just like, his ears are down. He's like, Oh, I'm so sorry. It's like, buddy, it's okay. You're a dog. That's what dogs do. You know, you don't have the luxury of just going anywhere. Like in the toilet, you have to go outside and, and your hands you don't have hands. You've got paws. You can't open the door. You can't come and go as you please. You did the best you could. All right? I remember when I was growing up, uh, this is uh, old school. My dad, if like the dog took a dump in the house, Queenie, we had this dog, Queenie. He used to actually take her nose and like shove her in the shove her nose in the shit. And so I'm like, oh, I guess that's what you do. You got to shove the dog's nose and shit. My God. What a disaster. What a fucking idiot. My dad. Uh, I spoke with him yesterday. He is, um, he was fine with me, but I keep getting word back from family members that, uh, things might be a little bit wonky upstairs at a quicker pace in his, uh, in his old noggin there. But, uh, just so you know, we have deer meathead coming up in just a little while, 51 minutes. We will do it again. I've got, uh, three or four questions, but I always need more. If you would, uh, if you have something going on in your life or your world that it's kind of like, boy, I, 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 maybe I should run this up. Meathead's flagpole, run this up. Uh, EZ's dad's, flagpole see what he has to say by all means send it along eric at ericzaneshow.com he would love to hear from you this is uh something that he really really looks forward to uh as his wits sometimes leave him as uh what happens with dementia this is the one thing he is absolutely sure that uh, is happening in fact when i was talking to him yesterday i'm just you know uh, having a conversation talking about whatever he goes, so, are we doing the show tomorrow? And I'm like, yes, we are, Dad. So, sharp as attack when it comes to that. And um, that is a high point of his day. So, send along a question for Dad. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. We are planning his 90th birthday. Which, um, his birthday is a big day. Three enormous things happen on March 17th. I've already given you one, my dad's birthday, two, St. Patrick's Day, and then three, that is also Flying Laptop Day, the world-famous Flying Laptop Day, when Hurricane Ashley, um, which I don't even think the actual laptop flew out the window that day, uh, when, when she was body-slammed 
I think the phone made it out the window, but the laptop did not make it out the window. Thus, we have flying laptop day um, in order to like almost in a hopeful way or to honor what could have been, you know. Uh, Sarah says we need to do a birthday card shower, fill his mailbox with cards. That's a great idea. Let's do that. March 17th, Meathead's birthday. So we all get together. That would be 90. And we're going to pile into Charity Scam Mike's house. And we eat corned beef from Wegley's. And we're going to have a G, uh, a freaking uh, uh, live podcast with Dad or a live stream. And he absolutely would love that, by the way. Sarah, you are you have um you have hit the nail on the head with the uh filling his mailbox with cards. Those two would just love it. Okay. Another important uh day to remember, the seventeenth of March. Chris in Buffalo. That's also his birthday too. Oh my god. So much happening. This is fantastic. All right. Uh, snow day today should have been a snow day yesterday for Pooh Bear. Um, everybody's school was closed except for Pooh Bears. Today, though, they canceled it. We got another half foot of snow in the overnight. Uh, and so they, they called it. So that is where, uh, Darla is right now. She's, if Diana is home, that means Darla does not want to be here. No way. So I got the gruesome twosome here, and they are snuggled up just adorably. Uh, O'Neal and Bruce. You need to be reminded that Thursday is a big fraud Thursday. And, oh boy, big fraud Thursday, hot wings edition. We are focusing on the wings, at least for a portion of the show. Uh, The wings was... Given the football, uh, they said, all right, let's try this again. And they they handed the ball off to the wings to tell a story. And I think he lost yardage. It was the story about how he backed into his uh, garage and went too far and hit the wall and uh, damaged the wall. And boy, were we heavy on the details. So we have got to break that down. It is laced with laugh talking like you wouldn't believe. Again, super heavy on the minutia. Uh, Freebear does this too. He does it whenever there's a sports story. I might have to get into this one too. The former uh, guy who ran, the guy who ran the Chicago Bulls to all their championships, Jerry Krause, he's dead now. They just had a big ceremony to honor him during the Bulls game. And the crowd, when they announced his name, started to boo. And the wife of Jerry Krause is on the court and she starts crying. It was horrible. Oh my God, it was so bad. Fuck that guy. Because not only did he build the team and help take them to new heights, but he also dismantled the team. 
And uh, so the fans don't like that, so they booed the guy. There you go. You've got the story. Greg starts it with, like, his first draft pick uh, and all this incredible basketball minutia. I seriously think that what he, why he does that is to kind of, like, show off, which is something that you would not want to show off. Like, who gives a fuck, you know? And uh, he just went in depth about so much of the backstory on this goddamn basketball executive that no one in the audience has ever heard of. I mean, I'm sure. Okay, they've heard of him, but who gives a fuck? I mean, the guy gets so wound up in his sports info. It's like, brother, you're killing him. If you're going to talk sports... You better make it the abridged version. You better go cliff notes on that shit. If you don't go cliff notes, it's just a goddamn drag. Well, anyway, both of these numbskulls do not. They take the deep dive. Free beer on Jerry Krause. Hot wings on all the backstory about why he backed into the garage. We'll feature that on a big fraud Thursday uh, that will start about 6.15. Which reminds me, there was a, a fun comment that was made on uh, the, the, wow, the Eric Zane Show subreddit. Uh, so that's what you would look up on Reddit, the Eric Zane Show. Uh, we dropped one. We are we are at a unhealthy 471 members on the subreddit. Reddit.com slash r slash the Eric Zane show. JRE fan 1991 writes, who are these free beers? Episode 11. Ben Glaze brought in lowlights of free beer asking the rest of the show questions like how often do you make your bed? And how many times a week do you brush your teeth? He continues. He or she continues. The new high standard content that we've grown to love from the FBHW show. While listening to these clips, I was so thankful that I stopped listening and wasting my time with that show. Then I shook my head in disbelief when Ben revealed that that whole conversation occurred in front of a live audience. The balls and pure laziness that Freebear has to bring this in front of fans shocked me. The fact that there's more effort put into who are these Freebears, and there is, than the Freebear and Hotwing show has me wondering who could possibly be showing up to a Freebear and Hotwings live show. Keep up the good work, Ben and Eric. I can't wait for the next Big Fraud Thursday. Now, there are a lot of people that listen to me and listen to them and they don't like it when I pick on them. Look at some point, you're going to have to get it through your head that they suck dick and they have no respect for you because of the small amount of effort that they put into doing a goddamn show. It's a pile of shit. And the quicker you realize that, the quicker you can break free, uh, break free and actually start enjoying a good show like mine. One that actually uh, sees effort put into it in hopes that you will listen to it. Okay? 
So get your head out of your ass, let go of that shit, and focus on me, which is what you should have done in the first place. Okay? Patrick writes, it was a great show. Ben and Eric killed. I agree. Topics like washing hair and brushing teeth are complete piles of shit content. Especially in front of a live audience. It was their infamous dishwasher, how to load the dishwasher segment that made me turn off their show for good and start listening to Zane again. I was shocked to hear that they are still producing such lazy audience insulting topics. It was funny how silent the audience was during that. Cannot wait for the new episode of Who Are These Freebeers Thursday. I love how Ben and Eric can turn such garbage into something entertaining. We are blessed. Blessed that they keep making that shit. In a perfect world, their audience will drop off because they're realizing this is fucking ridiculous. They will come to our show. They will keep doing their shit show. And we will be able to keep doing Who Are These Freebeers. Concerning Hot Wings damage done to his garage and the minutia train, Cole writes, was the wall insulated? What color was the paint? What lumens did the light in the garage have? I'm sure all will be answered. Adam writes, I had the show on for a moment this morning. Good. I want you to keep listening because if you hear something ridiculous, you got to tell me. They refer to Shit's Creek as S Creek. Just say the name of the show. Uh, let's see. Corey says Greg still poop only once a month. He went on a rant about that once. Speaking of holding on to shit, someone asks, Where's Kenny? What are you doing? He'll be here. Come on now. Well, anyway, that goes on Thursday. Uh, looking forward to another edition of Who Are These Free Beers and and the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Uh, that's right. Kenny may have had a code brown today already. Boy, what a way to start that day. Jesus, that way, I should say. All right. Um, where was it going to go? Escapes me. It's gone. It's gone. Um, all right. So plenty to get to today. Uh, dear meathead comes up in now 38 minutes. Eric at Eric Zane show.com on the shore lining, a shoreliners striping inbox. If you want to reach out, if you have a question for dad. Kenny informs us that he was actually taking a dump. That's great. Thanks for the info. All right. I want to share with you something. There's a lot going on today that just happens to be football related. I'll try to break it up, but. No kidding. Like nearly every story is football related. So I'll try to keep it entertaining for those of you. Cause there are some of you who are like, Oh, okay. If it's football related, I can't, I don't like it. It's like, well, 
look, like Amanda pointed out yesterday, it's one thing to sit there and break down sports, which I don't do. Okay. Uh, my commentary about things I observe, though, that are sports related, you don't have to follow sports to follow along with the content, you know? See what I'm saying? Well, anyway. So the Lions host Tampa on Sunday at 3 p.m. I uh, am going into this again with the same attitude of hope for the best, but expect the worst. The quarterback for Tampa is his name is Baker Mayfield. All right. So this guy comes into the NFL. He has like one good year in Cleveland. And then he got sick of the fact that he's in Cleveland. And then that dried up quickly. I think he might've went to another team too, perhaps Carolina. But now here he is in Tampa. He's been in the league for pretty fair amount of time. And he became pretty damn good this year. They called it a resurgence, a career resurgence. So that's a little frightening. And he started out the year kind of shitty and finished it really strong. That's not great. The Tampa defense is ridiculous. They're really, really great. First of all, we got to look at this. This is a clip after the Eagles uh, fucked up against Tampa Tampa beat them in Tampa now the thing about the Eagles is they started out the year 10 and 1 and then they had a total collapse they're out of the playoffs hang on piece of oatmeal fell out they're out of the playoffs Uh, a lot of Eagles fans go to Tampa to watch the game but I've talked about this before the Eagles fans are the absolute worst okay they're terrible people they're terrible people that um just happen to be Eagles fans You know, these are the people who like molest children and shit. That's why Jamingo is an Eagles fan. The coach of the Eagles is Nick Sirianni. Uh, This fan that you're about to see do what he's about to do to Nick Sirianni. You know, he's got his Eagles jersey. He brought an Eagles helmet with him. He's that he's that fan. This is Sirianni walking off the field. You can see him there. Nick, you're done, Nick. You're done, Nick. You're this, this fan throws the popcorn at him. Done. You're fucking done, Nick. This guy grabs his helm. He's got a whole bucket full of fucking popcorn. You're done, Nick. You're done, Nick. You're done. Done, he dumps Nick. it on him. You're done, Nick. You're done, Nick. You're done. You're fucking done, Nick. You know what? That, that that's amazing because fans get so wound up that they that they you know take this upon themselves to be such assholes, forgetting that they're actually human beings that are down there. I could never ever be that wound up. Okay, now the security guy says, you're not leaving. Get your fucking ass over here. 
They're pointing him out. There goes security. There's the asshole number seven going up the steps. I don't know why this guy's wearing a Dolphins jersey. What an asshole. Hey, you better move fast. <laughs> and then they go up and get him. I want to see him curb, curb stop the guy. Fucking Eagles fans. Ridiculous. Uh, Nick says, don't wear a visiting team jersey to the link where they play their home games or you're going to have a bad time. That's true. That's true. Uh, Nick, the electrician, for some reason, is an Eagles fan. We talked about that. Some silly thing. He became an Eagles fan for some dumb reason. You got you to gotta forget that shit. What are you doing? All right. This is the coach of the Bucks, who the Lions are going to play. You're going to love this. It's uh, they're, they're having a little Q and A about playing in Detroit. Coach, uh, looking forward towards um, Detroit. Um, the weather has been a factor in some of the playoff games, even for the most prepared teams uh, today. It's uh, 13 in uh, Detroit, which doesn't compare to some of the temperatures we tend to drop to. Any special plans to acclimate the team to not only uh, endure, but perform in those kind of frigid temperatures should you face them in Detroit? Okay. The coach, if I were him, I would say, who wants to tell her? Who wants to tell her? But he doesn't do that. He tells her. You do know we play indoors, right? And they got a dome. I don't. <laughs> um, no, nothing planned. We're, we're indoors, and we only have to be outside for 20 seconds getting off the bus, going under the thing, so we'll be cool. okay. Uh, if, boy, he's too sweet, um, I would have said, well, yeah, it's going to be tough. Uh, in fact, I, I just got a weather report that it's going to be zero degrees on the field for us. And just watch everybody just side-eyer, you know? I mean, she went the extra mile on the question, too. She gave, like, all this. She gave, like, the Hot Wings background on it. Coach, uh, looking forward towards um, Detroit. Um, the weather has been a factor. All she had to say is any play. If she if she does think that it's played outdoors, which she does, you, you could just say, what do you th- uh, how are you going to make up for the weather there in Detroit? But she's got to go the long way. In some of the playoff games. And it couldn't be more embarrassing. Even for the most prepared teams uh, today, it's uh, 13 in uh, Detroit, which doesn't compare to some of the temperatures we tend to drop to. Any special plans to acclimate the team to not only uh, endure, oh. but perform? In- He's just letting her go. He's just being very polite and calm. Those kind of frigid temperatures should you face them in Detroit. You do know we play indoors, right? And they got a dome. <laughs> he drops that. And then says, no, no plans. Oh, I don't. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, no, this nothing guy. planned. We're, we're indoors. And she, and she didn't say anything after he said, yeah, they got a dome. She's like, oh, God. She, I would have just immediately resigned. I would have taken my press credential off, handed it to somebody. 
We only have to be outside for Locked 20 out. seconds getting off the bus going under the thing, so we'll She's, be okay. I, if I were her, I would have said, this is why women can't do this job. That's what I, and that's a woman saying it. She would have stood up. It would have been appropriate for her to say, this is why women should not be involved uh, covering athletics. My God. Jesus. Oh, that is just fantastic. Tyler writes, her butthole probably got so tight when that was revealed to her. Amanda says, well, in fairness, there's the Bills game. No, that's not fair. (laughs) That's not fair. You You can't say that. If you are there covering sports, you have to know, uh, that fact holy shit that's a great question why in buffalo of all places of all the places that you should have an indoor facility why don't they that that makes no sense to me now i don't know the history of the buffalo bills i know that there was a stadium called rich stadium and is that the same thing as the one they have now? I don't know. God damn. And if it isn't when they built the new one, why didn't they put a roof on it? Corey says, all you need to do was say, does Detroit have a dome? I just did it. It took two seconds. Tyler says they're building a new one. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to Google it while I talk. I hate doing that. Sometimes I have to. But Patrick says I like how Coach Bulls talks. I did too. He really took his time with that. Uh, Kenny says I think she was speaking. I think while she was speaking, he was wondering if she was really asking that or leading up to something else. Boy, you're not kidding. Um, uh, all right, your old pal. EZ needs to take a break. I know this is early, but I'll be right back. Tyler adds, they are making a new stadium. It'll be done in 2026, and it's still an outdoor stadium. Why would you do that? I don't get it. Uh, Corey says, Taylor Swift is going to hate Buffalo. Man, I sure hope that the Bills beat KC. I've had it with KC. All right. Enough. That would be the best way to finish the playoffs if we can get uh, the Bills into the AFC championship game and then we don't have to see or hear Taylor Swift anymore. In between now and the start of the next football season, the relationship will likely run its course. Those two. You know, they're still in that in that lovey-dovey stage you know where you just sit there and stare at each other you remember that when you first started dating your significant other you have the lovey-dovey stage where it's just like unbelievable um in fact today's the 17th 35 years and three days ago your old pal ez and the queen of the forest 
We're in the lovey-dovey stage. That's right. We went on a date January 14, 35 years ago. What a romantic day. Pooh Bear, it's crazy. I don't know if it was before the movie or after the movie. She uh, somehow closed a door, a dorm door on her hand and, and broke her little Pooh Bear finger. So the first day we go out, she breaks her finger. Isn't that supposed, is that supposed to be good luck? You know how like if something weird happens to you at a certain time, like they say, if a bird shits on you, it's supposed to be good luck. She broke her damn finger. We saw the film called Candyman. The first one. I think it's been remade. Amanda. God damn it. What a question. Where did you go in Mount Pleasant? What are you talking about? Just shut up. She says, oh, I didn't know you were going to keep going. I'll shut up now. That last sentence should be a regular thing. I'll shut up now. Just shut up all the time. I don't recall. I know there was a movie theater. We went there, and that's all I remember. Maybe a little smoochy smoochy, you know? That's about it. I don't even know if that was if that was a thing. If we would do smoochy smoochy on the first date. Nowadays, the way people are when they date is you meet somebody for the first time, you know them for like 15 minutes and you have sex. That's like very common these days. Sex on the first date. That's what I read about at least. Kyle says, "Wow, and you're still married. You must be a good husband." One of the keys to staying married is not tell the world how good of a husband you are. We all know what happened to our pal Freebeer. He actually wasn't that great of a husband. He was so the opposite of being a good husband that his wife left him. That's how great of a husband he was. He was a horrible husband. That's what happens when you're a shitty husband. Your wife leaves you. God damn it. Um, but just to think, I've been alive for 53, and she has been, we've been together for 35. My God. What a time to be alive. And so there I am, 18 years old. She is 22, and man, first year of college, and we've got a buyer to buy alcohol oh my god hey can you get hey we're uh, we're playing uh we're playing coleco vision in our room tonight it's boys night out could you maybe go get us a case of bush she wanders over to the to the 7-eleven by h&r across the railroad track some of you know this linda knows this linda was in sweeney uh the same hall that the queen of the forest was in uh probably you know, bringing 
50, 60-year-old men into the dorm. Pooh Bear brings a case of beer into the dorm. Oh, it was incredible. So good. And here we are, so many years later, growing old together, and everybody's divorced. My God, I've got it made. I am so lucky. Linda, who I didn't know at the time, uh, knew Diana while going to Central. I don't know how they met. I forget. I've been told, but I can't remember that shit. They knew each other. I think they might have had some type of relationship. They may have gotten physical. I can't. Well, I don't know that for sure. I'm just saying it may have happened. Linda says she didn't like older men then. That was seven years later. Yeah, whatever. Lies. All lies. All right. Thanks for checking out the show on Facebook, X, and YouTube. I'm going to uh, send you on your way, though. If you want the full show uninterrupted, download the Twitch app. T-W-I-T-C-H. Then search Eric Zane Live. Then you get the whole show without interruption. Well, I take it back. There are some interruptions because Amazon throws some commercials into it. Video commercials. Randomly. They suck. If you want to avoid those, you must subscribe on Twitch. And you can do that for free by linking up your Amazon Prime account. It's all there at Twitch. Um, Eric Zane Live. It All the information that you need, you'll figure it out. Just go there. You'll figure it out. Follow me, subscribe, all that shit. Thank you. Or on your desktop, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. The audio podcast is made available after I finish this. You can download it wherever you download shows. In fact, if you subscribe, it'll automatically be sent to you each and every day. I prefer Apple Podcasts. Please throw a review at me. And then, of course, there's Patreon. That is where we will be doing Who Are These Free Beers? Hot Wings Edition coming up on Thursday. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. You can sign up for seven days free. Uh, It's very, very simple to do. You do have to put in a payment form when you sign up for seven days free, but you can cancel it right after, and then you still get the seven days. It's absolutely foolproof. It's a way to get you to try out the Patreon. And um, even if you're just a casual fan, it's worth it because there's 11 editions of Who Are These Free Beers, which I think is the favorite show on there. I've got Who Are These Free Beers and then Who Are These Zanes. Uh, Who Are These Justins Died Off Because That Pussy Stopped Doing a Show. And Who Are These Ottawa County Fascists. Um, it just We just don't do it that much. Stu McAllister joins me on that. There's content every day on Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. But thank you so much in checking the show out. If you were on Facebook, X, and YouTube, I'm going to send you on your way now. All right, they're gone. Hey, what's up? It's your pal EZ with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane Show podcast, the Eufy Video Lock. Oh my gosh. Smart Lock 2K Cam and Doorbell 3-in-1 Triple Security. You got everything in one device. 
All right. Rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app that it's going to work okay in that app. And oh my God, this is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys. And you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes. They walk up to the door, they punch it in, the door unlocks, in they go. And of course, it's a video camera. So it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security. And the Eufy video lock is the top of the heap. Okay, you can go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install. The setup, all you need is a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling or anything like that. All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate, I don't know what it is, super lithium whatever that keeps this thing powered for a long long time no monthly fee on this unlike other brands that do that they just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee i love the eufy video lock get to eufyofficial.com slash video lock e-u-f-y official.com slash video lock facebook and twitch brought to you by irvine's auto repair grand rapids hybrid and ev Online at Irvines.com. X brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Follow me on those platforms as well as YouTube. As you know, the studio is um, sponsored by Impact Power Sports. Thank you to them. And away we go. We are 12 minutes away from Dad on Dear Meathead. The opening live stream of today's show brought to you by King's Room Barbershop. Kingsroom.net is their website. Three locations. You've got Caledonia, uh, Northland Drive, and at 821 36th Street. I need a haircut. I got to go get one. Andy, I'm coming to see you. Uh, fantastic place for guys to get their haircut. If you've gone to Jude's, Sport Clips, Lady Jane's in the past, or your corner barbershop, try King's Room Barbershop. Guys get their haircut at King's Room Barbershop, and ladies who like short hair kingsroom.net for exact locations hours and uh, when your stylist is working schedules all there check out my vouch store vouch.store slash eric zane for great products you can buy like camp craft cocktails the tooth brush and split rock coffee if you like to support the show check out those products uh buy them once if you like them buy them again I appreciate you so much. I prefer the whole bean split rock coffee. Whole bean coffee is better than pre-ground. I'm just going to tell you that. Um, the Camp Craft Cocktails. You get those. They've got the all the ingredients inside of them. You uh, fill it full of rum or whatever booze you want to put in there. And then the fruits and whatnot infuse the booze with goodness each jar makes 16 drinks all this is available uh vouch.store slash eric zane i'll leave it for you right here in case you're thinking about buying one vouch.store slash eric zane there you go 
Thank you so much. Uh, support the show. Support the uh, small businesses that support the show. And on and on and on. Okay. Uh, John Gibbs is the dude in Ottawa County here. I've given a lot of you a lot of background about the craziness that goes on for more than one year now where I live. The Reader's Digest version goes like this. Uh, A bunch of these right-wing religious fanatics mobilized, organized, and um, they were able to overtake several of the county Republicans that are on the commission. It already is a very Republican uh, part of the United States. This county is very, very red. But these far-right ones were like, oh, you're rhinos and you uh, fucking mask mandates. They were butthurt because their stupid churches got shut down and they had to wear a mask. So they uh, got organized and several of them won seats on the county commission so that they have like a majority. They do have a majority. And so we've had this cycle of revenge politics, like uh, uh, going hard against the uh, health director who was just doing her job. And that's kind of blown up in their fucking face. It's a complete disaster. But one of the things that happened was this guy that Trump endorsed named John Gibbs, who in the next county next door ran for uh, Congress, the United States Congress, the I believe it's the third district in Grand Rapids. And that has been a uh, Republican uh, representative for like 50 years. Uh, A little bit of background on that. The name Peter Meyer might ring a bell. He won the seat when the incumbent, when the incumbent, Justin Amash, went independent. Peter Meyer wins the seat. He's only there one term because he voted to impeach Trump. John Gibbs beat him in the primary. So now last uh, election cycle, two years ago, Gibbs then is probably going to win. Except he's a fucking idiot and everybody turned on Trump at the time. Trump endorsed him and then he lost to a Democrat. Hasn't happened in like 50 years. Hillary Skolton is her name. So now Gibbs kind of wanders away with his tail between his legs and then he resurfaces when Ottawa County hires him as the county administrator. Again, he's a far right wacko. I describe him as a, a, he keeps his white supremacy in his neck fat. And that's weird because he's black. He's like Clayton Bigsby, but not blind. So you've got these Republicans, these far right Republicans known as Ottawa Impact. They hire their own guy, John Gibbs, to uh, be the, it's a hired position, um, to be the county administrator. He's, they're lockstep. They're like buddies. However, Gibbs thinks he's going to get fired now. So he's hired an attorney. He thinks that they're turning on him. And everybody knows this. Because of this story right here. Here you see, this is what I'm talking about. See that neck fat? Oh my God, that is impressive. And then this chick, she's side-eyeing. She doesn't want to look. But that, that I've never seen 
such a fantastic bit of neck fat. He looks like uh, 1970s Jack Lambert with that fucking thing on the back of his helmet to keep his head from whipping backwards. What a neck roll. God damn. You're not supposed to have a beer gut on the back of your neck. Kari says probably some cheese in between those rolls. Can you imagine sitting next to him? It's like, hey, John, I can smell the I can smell your neck cheese. Matt writes, didn't they get rid of the diversity task force or something like that? Gibbs wasn't around then, but the first thing that they did at Ottawa Impact, what the Ottawa Impact commissioners did, they, um, you know, typically businesses or counties have a, what's called a diversity, equity, and inclusion office. Now, somewhere along the road, uh, right-wing Republicans seem to think that that is a hindrance towards uh, building a nice place to live. That is um, fits into their opinion of what is woke. And their opinion is that if you are woke, that is a bad thing. Now, it's not. Being aware of others and being cognizant of people's concerns and trying to be thoughtful and careful in your approach with dealing with different groups of people. If that's woke, well, that's a good thing, but people like this asshole and Ottawa impact, they seem to think that that means, um, you want drag Queens going around sucking the dicks of children. That's, that's what they believe. So, the Office of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion in Ottawa County was immediately dissolved. Why that's a problem is, well, the reason why you have them, first and foremost, is a business decision. If you're a company that wants to start working in a county, you're going to want to be in a county that supports that. A fertile environment for their business. But if you're like, no, we don't want your kind here, uh, that's ugly. And nobody wants to build a business or start up a business in a county that's ugly. Well, that's what they are. The second thing they did in Ottawa County was uh, they changed the county slogan from where you belong to let freedom ring. And they like, you know, got rid of all the letterhead and redid the logo on the website to let freedom ring. And I don't, you know. If you live in a county that, that says uh, Patriots for All and Let Freedom Ring and God Bless the Liberty Bell and uh, uh, Eat Betsy Ross's Vag and shit like that and uh, the British are coming, you don't want to be in that place. Uh, Corey writes, freedom for me, but not for you. Well, what's going on here in Ottawa County is... Uh, Apparently, there's some trouble in paradise. Gibbs has hired a lawyer and is warning the Ottawa Impact Commission, I'm warning you, don't fire me. Which I didn't even know his big fat fucking neck was on the block. But he heard through the grapevine um, that 
they were going to discuss his employment because he's being accused of um, age discrimination when it comes to hiring an assistant. So uh, this has come up. The lawyer said, I understand that the board of commissioners is scheduled to meet on January. I'm not going to, I'm not going to read all this. This is ridiculous, but it basically says, I want to warn you that if you are going to fire me, uh, you will be held to everything that the contract stipulates. Essentially, uh, you're going to pay me. So the big takeaway here is if this fat fuck is who his was pals with all these auto impact pieces of shit now is threatening to sue them. Uh, the walls are starting to crumble on these fucking assholes and we wouldn't have it any other way. That's a damn good thing. Uh, Kyle says, is this county administration position an at-will position? If it is, they can fire him and he can't do shit about it. Yeah, I don't know. But I'm sure he has a contract. And whatever the contract states, I mean, that's pretty much how it goes. But if it doesn't say that, well, fuck you. He's probably right. Gibbs is probably right in all of this. What I want to know is how did this information get out? I love that this information made its way to the press. I don't give a shit about him suing i don't give a shit about him getting money i don't give a shit about anything i I would want him to get fired but i love the drama the point here is that this guy was i mean he was doing their bidding and now he's threatening to sue them that's a good thing for people who are opposed to ottawa impact Uh, Megan says, who else are they going to bring in that Moss and company can boss around? I don't know. By the way, I love getting all you folks that are in uh, areas that aren't around here up to speed on this. But it really is incredible because, uh, you know, the Wall Street Journal talks about this. All the other uh, uh, gigantic national publications talk about Ottawa County because it is an outlier. What they've done by um, taking over the county this way is unbelievable news i'm there for the drama i'll give you that or i'll give them that all right uh let's bring in dad for dear meathead sound like you're in the bottom of a well good morning (laughs) hi how you doing (laughs) i'm doing good how are you good are you in your pajamas or what? Uh, kind of. I, I kind of always am in my pajamas. Oh, okay. Hey, hey, can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah I hear okay, you. Okay, good, good. I know that sometimes you start mashing the buttons. <laughs> what the hell is going on here? Oh, yeah, we're good. We're good. We're good. Uh, so glad okay. So glad to hear your voice, Dad. Everybody's uh, excited to hear from you once again. Well, thank you, and thank you to everybody. What an audience. Oh, yeah. And what a guy you are. I love you, honey. I love you, too. You and Joanne are my favorite people in the whole wide world. Oh, oh my God. That's special. That, that, that really is special, according to Joanne. Hey, I was just <laughs> reading a news story about this uh, couple that um, 
Everybody, everybody kind of like uh, fell in love with this husband and wife. And, uh, and the husband was uh, getting ready to turn a certain age. He was, he was having a birthday in the next couple of months and everybody wanted to send him birthday cards. So he got hundreds and hundreds of birthday cards that showed up to him in the mail. How about that? Oh my God! I don't think I'd like that. <laughs> oh, not if that, if that if that happened to you, you you'd love it, wouldn't you? All those people telling you that they love you. <laughs> yeah, I would. That's an awesome thing, but my God, that takes a lot of time and money, you know. You're the type of guy that uh, because every time, like uh, I let's say I come and see you or something like that. You're always like, oh, don't do it. Don't spend the money. Don't, you know, and that's, you know, we uh, I, we love doing that. That's that's a great. Well, that's awesome. That really is. I mean, I'm I'm really ecstatic uh, and, and uh, the way that you guys treated me, you know. Well, both of you. Both of you are so very special. Yeah. That's oh, a, my God. My honey is sitting right next to me here. Well, it's never a, um, a thing where it's like a burden. We always just love to do it. You know, everybody loves uh, everybody loves to see you guys. Well, I'm very impressed by you and your personality and all the people that are dealing with you. Oh, yeah. Well, they uh, deal with me. That's for sure. They deal with me and they, they have to put up with me. Well, I don't know. It's a pleasure. Well, for, for me, it's a pleasure. Of course. My of son. course it is. So, Dad, um, we have not spoken about the Lions. They won the playoff game. Yeah! Hey, Lions! Uh, let's see. When that happened last, um, you were you were 58 years old. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Hell, you might have still been drinking then. I <laughs> don't remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah. Well, hey. Yeah, I'm pretty That's sure you awesome. were because I was still drinking. I remember. I, re- I was, I was uh, at that point, I was, um, I was not married, but I was, uh, Diana and I were living together in an apartment. Ah. Uh huh. Oh my God. That's history talking. It is history talking. Yeah. I, I remember when I was that age and I said, hey, Dad, Diane and I are moving in together. You're like, no, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it worked out, wow. of course. Of course it did. Well, I'll tell you, it's a pleasure to hear from you. It's a pleasure to know what you are and who you are and who you have with as a partner for life. Yes, indeed. In fact, you know what? I was just talking to the audience about this. On January 14th, which was three days ago, that was yeah. uh, that was the 35th anniversary of our first date. Wow. Well, I'll tell you what. Congratulations, honey. You are just special people. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Not that, not that you're my son and say that, but you are. You really are great people. Thank you, Dad. And so are you guys. Thank you. Um, Chris has a question, Dad. Um Chris is Hi, in, Chris. yeah, he's in Grand Rapids, Michigan. He says, uh, yesterday, Meathead, Eric talked about a news story about some jerk who left his dog outside in the cold. Oh, I heard about that. <laughs> he says, What do you think should be done to people who leave their animals outside in the crazy cold? Yeah, I was they ought, to, they ought to undress them and send them to the island. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. They're, they're the, I'm telling you, it's just uh, people that do not treat animals, 
human. Yeah. They got to be punished. They got to be punished if they don't take care of the animals appropriately, without a doubt. Oh, my God. And you know what? I'll hug a dog any day. We're seeing some jerk. Right. Yes. You know. But that, I don't know. Do, do they, do they all talk, what do you say you have? They do find them, I think. They catch them. Do they, oh, yeah. Uh, they, 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 if, yeah, people get in trouble all the time for not taking care of their pets. You know, you got to. Uh, uh, I'm glad. I'm I, th- glad. I think that people who, yeah, I, was t- I talked about this yesterday, people who want a pet should have to pass some type of, type of test to ensure that they're not stupid. I don't think, I don't know if, it, what is that to, to, to make that people be, be what they are? I don't know. I it's, mean, what is it? It's, I can't think. It's crazy ignorance, I guess, you know? I mean, they're a little animal that just relies on you, human being, to touch her and just hug her or love her or something, you know? Exactly. I know. Oh, my I got to I gotta bring my uh, my dog, O'Neal, over to see you. I know you love him. Oh, yeah. He's your favorite. I always sat between my legs. Yeah, huh? That's good that you remember that. Oh, I remember that. All right, Dad. Oh, my God. Uh, Josh has a question. He says, uh, my wife and I have our 10-year wedding anniversary later on coming up. Any suggestions? Oh, uh, congratulations, Josh. He wants to know, what do you think uh, would be a fun thing to do to celebrate the big 10 years? Oh, boy. Well, uh, uh, crowd is uh, the number one thing, really. Make take him to where the, a crowd. You mean like a big celebration? Uh, no, like ten, fifteen people get together and celebrate your birthday. You know, that's that's just a good thing. Yeah, anniversary. And this is an this is an anniversary, though. You know, it's like he's been married for ten years. Get a room. Get a room. Yeah, get away from the kids. Yep, yep, yep. Get away from the kids and maybe some shenanigans. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Hey, you got all the answers already. Well, you don't no. need to do that. Well, Joanne is she she's on top of it. She's got it. Oh, I know it. I know it. All right. As, an, as angel on top of angel. Very much an angel on top of an angel. I love yeah. it. Um all right. How about this one? Uh Josh says his uh he has a friend whose snowblower is broken and everyone in the neighborhood has uh, decided to help him to clear off his driveway. Should my friend even fix his snowblower or just keep saying it's broken so everyone clears his driveway for him? No, I'd fix it. No, you, can't, you can't do that. Yeah, he, you know what? He's talking about me. No, you can't. You do that, they come out and fix you up. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't do it on purpose, and I'm waiting for mine to get fixed, but I had to shovel, and then my neighbors saw me, and they felt bad, and they said, here you go, you can borrow this. Well, I think that's a great thing. Yeah, they're good people. They take care of me. I'm very happy. That's right. That's absolutely great. Uh, All right. So... That's going on. Uh, con- uh, concerning more snow, Chris, who lives in Buffalo, New York, says, um, I've been um, working overtime removing snow.
because no one else will volunteer. Is it okay to be a jerk to these people that don't help? Signed, Chris. No, you bring yourself to their level, and that's no good. Right, so you're saying, like, uh, do it with a smile on your face, and, uh, you know, everything's going to work out, and eventually it'll come back to you. Absolutely. I would think so. I think that's a good thing to do. Yeah. Really. I mean, that's always my opinion. Take the high road like I always do. I would. And it'll come back to you in spades. Yeah. Well, see, I got neighbors. I got two doors out. I mean, they do their own thing, all, all of that. And that occasionally they might want to do something. They will do that. Uh, but they see me do it, I guess, and they just, you know, let it be. Okay. But right, right, right now. Run right over here and help. Yeah, yeah they, they always go. help you. Has they, have, they, have they been helping you this week? Yeah. Yeah, uh, this young kid, young kids, they kid. Uh, come out there, but then again, he didn't do the whole thing. He did a path that I need to walk around. Uh, okay. Well, you should. He, he did it, but because this is a lot of area. Did you open the door and scream at him to finish the job? No, I just uh, let her go. She <laughs> did. Oh yeah, right. Uh, uh, something. My wife is just as great as I am. You know, next time uh, I go over there, I want you to point me to the people that help you guys. I want to go and thank them personally. Uh, but lately, is strange right now. Nobody's out. Uh, it's been very. I mean, nice. Well, it's icy. Yeah, it's kind of kind of weird. Kind of a, a rough time for sure. Yeah, it really is. All right. Well, I haven't been out of the house. No, no, you shouldn't. Just stay in, you know? Oh, that's too much uh, things to mess around. My neighbors, uh, they just uh, shovel the snow, puddle it all up. Yeah. And let us sit there. Well, you know, we're getting to the point when you're going to, as soon as it warms up a little bit, when we know what you're going to do, you're going to intentionally uh, uh, melt the ice by dismantling the pile. Eventually, I will do that, but Joanne, don't let me do that anymore. Okay, good, good. I'm I'm glad. I'm a little bit too old for that shit. All right. Uh, Nathan writes, Dear Meathead, my kids, he says, my kids for some reason think I'm a moron. Is there a way to prove to them that I am smart? They now, think you're a moron. Let me jump in here. I think that all kids think that of their parents at some point. I don't know, honey. I never had, uh, I don't remember any little kids around me. Yeah, can you uh, imagine if you were, if I was growing up and I looked at you and I said, yeah, you're a moron. You'd have beat my ass. Oh, I wouldn't beat your ass, but I probably wouldn't want to be talking to you for a while. <laughs> all right. Uh, Amanda writes, Dear Meathead, I've been having a rough few days lately dealing with life. I have a hard time getting out of bed or doing anything or going places. When I come home from work, I just want to go back to sleep. Do you have any advice on how I can turn this around? So it sounds like there's like a low energy issue going on here. I think the first thing you got to do is see a doctor. Okay. This is what's happening. What do you think? Is that a normal or not normal? The uh, doctor is a much more uh, knowledgeable person than uh, I would ever be. Okay. 
Yeah, I agree with you. Go see the doc. Maybe they can uh, give you a recommendation. I don't know. Um, Matt. Oops. I don't know why you would do that. I'm just. What is that? Okay. What way should you want? Uh, This is the time. Yes. 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 Exactly right. So. Maybe some UV light. I don't know. Yeah, just kind of like you're under the uh, uh, heat lamp uh, at McDonald's. No, no, they have a, a light that... Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> it's not from the heat or anything, it's just, you know, bright, and you look at it for a while. I think I need that. I've heard that it, that's very, very uh, important this time of year. It is very important. We well, have, I don't know, you're a very active person. I don't know what you're talking about, you. A lot of people have... Well, yeah, you know, like in the winter, the snow, the sun's gone for extended time because of the clouds, so you just don't get the sunlight. That's why Nikki moved to California. She has to have the sun. Damn. I don't Uh, get it. You don't get it, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, if it's, you know how like on a sunny day you feel better than on a cloudy, gloomy day, Dad? That's what she's saying. Yeah, I understand that. That's that's true. Uh, Do you want to be out there? Uh, but then again, I, I don't want to do anything. Well, definitely not when it's cold. That's why it, people stay in, you know. It's, it's icy. Well, I can't do anything. That's right, true. Right. Solid ice in here. All right. Um, Matt writes, hey, Meathead, my son Ben is on his fourth straight snow day. Like they've called school because of the snow. And uh, Matt here wants to know if you ever had snow days when you were in school? Every day was a snow day for me. <laughs> Wait a minute. I don't understand. What do you mean? Well, I'd get out and shovel snow all the time. When you were growing up in Iran, did they have snow? Yes. Oh, they did? Oh, yeah. Are you kidding? So you'd we have to wake a up. Lot of snow there. And you would have to trudge to school regardless or would you be or would they cancel school now that that part of it i don't remember what, okay. what they did uh i i really don't so like uh, in iran you know how like uh, uh when it snows here the cars uh you might have like a four-wheel drive truck to get you through the snow or maybe you put, we didn't have any of those uh, items. Yeah, like this is and, no. Uh, this is in the forties and fifties. So you just walk, and then was there ever like camels walking through the street? No, I just do. We just cleared in front of the house. You wouldn't have a camel and, plow the snow with a camel? No, no, you can't. They don't care. They did not care. <laughs> What a what a time to be alive. Now, I know that you were in charge of silverware, getting the silverware to the police across the street. Oh, yeah. Did that ever slow you down? Did the snow ever slow you down from your uh, uh, trip over to the police station with the no, silver? We no, we, don't, we didn't care whether we did it or not. I mean, if I got to do a shovel it, that's okay. If I didn't shovel it, it stays there. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you... Okay, uh, Don writes... If you had to choose between cold Michigan like now or hot and humid Florida summer, 
What would you prefer? I think I'd take the hot and hot uh, Florida. Yeah, because in Florida in the summer, it's like almost unbearable. It's so warm, especially in south, way well, down like by Miami. It's well, we're hot. just staying indoors, I guess, you know, because we all got the air conditioners. I actually prefer it in Michigan. I don't. I don't mind the cold. I don't mind the snow. It makes me appreciate the warm temperature when it does. Well, I don't. I don't really mind. But what would be the best would be like if you could, when it gets cold in Michigan, if you travel to Florida then, and then when it warms up here, you come back. You never leave this house. No, no, no. You like it there, don't you? I, yeah, I do. You're like a homebody. I don't blame you. I'm the same way. Yeah. I am yeah. the same damn way. Oh, my God. Megan yeah. us for California. Yeah. Yeah. No. I like what I got. I know. I got my house. I know you do. I know you do. Um, all right. Well, I tell you what, Dad, that is all I have for you. Uh, you That's and Joanne. Funny, it is. I'm amazed at these people that they're doing that just to give me some information. Well, they, they want, they're not giving you information. They want your know, information. They want, they want you to weigh in. They want your opinion. That's why we do this. Well, uh, hey, I'll tell you what. One thing I'm amazed at the kind of people that you have. They're wonderful people. I love them I mean, forever. These people uh, simply want to be in touch and get information. Well, no, no, I, I agree with you. All right. Well, they uh, they love you. They send their best, and uh, they're looking forward to hearing from you again. Well, thanks uh, very much, audience. Okay. All right. Well, I, uh, you guys have a great day. Please be safe. And I will talk to you uh, in the next day or so. How does that sound? Sounds great, man. But I just want to comfort them a little bit, telling them I'm sitting on a beautiful couch right now, and I'll probably be here the rest of the day. All right. <laughs> well, that's that's fantastic. Go Lions. I know you're going to watch it on Sunday. Yes, I'm going to watch it. Okay. I love you guys. I love you, and thanks for your call, honey. Okay, I'll talk to you guys. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See ya. There you go, Dear Meathead, a uh, rousing edition of Dear Meathead. It was pretty sharp today. Pretty sharp. Uh, Kenny with the assist. Matt sent a question in on the chat, which I typically don't see. And Kenny... Gets the star on the forehead for taking the question, throwing it into the body of an email, and sending it my way, which I did see. How about that? Well done. Matt is the neighbor of legendary show audience member Coleman Lutz, who, I don't know if you know this or not, Coleman Lutz used to be married to a lady named Kayla. Everything started out great. Had kids, beautiful children. Everything's great. And then the next thing you know, the relationship blows up. I don't know anything about how that relationship blew up at all. But, uh, so that happens, you know I mean? Uh, isn't it more than 50% of marriages end in divorce? Well, that didn't work out. Well, 
as it would be, uh, his ex-wife, Kayla, uh, stumbles upon a guy who thinks she's a cutie pie. Now, Kayla's like 32 years old. And the guy who um, thinks she's a cutie pie is like 54. Uh, Well, somehow sparks fly between them. And uh, the 54-year-old, he's just gotten done getting through a divorce. His wife left him because he's a pussy. So uh, he's looking for his, you know, next woman to um, take charge of his life because he's such a beta. Well, he runs into Kayla. She's a strong woman. And uh, she says, all right, you're going to do two things. One, eat my muff. Two, you're going to marry me. And he said, okay, all right. And uh, that 54-year-old is known as free beer. That's right. Freebeer's wife's ex is an absolute legend around these parts. He's got a lovely better half by the name of Lisa. She's beautiful. He's got great friends, great family. I love Cole. I love Cole's mom. As it turns out, I got introduced to Cole when um, through a moment on the radio when Freebeer started to attack Coleman's mother. That's Greg's wife's former mother-in-law. On the radio, Greg's fucking dragging this chick, older lady. Doxes her, says where she works, wants everybody to fucking bust her balls about something. It's ugly as shit. This is on the fucking radio. Well, a series of events happens. Next thing I know, I'm in a conversation with uh, ex-mother-in-law. That turns into a conversation with my pal Coleman. And we've been pals ever since. Matt here is Cole's next-door neighbor. He's fucking hysterical. And uh, Matt's son, Ben, who's just a young fella, school-age kid, is a damn fan of my dad. Which reminds me, I got to send a t-shirt off. A Dear Meathead t-shirt for my boy Ben and have my dad sign it. I am going to do that, by the way. I just reminded myself. I got to write that down. Okay. T-shirt for Ben. Anyway, that's the uh, Reader's Digest version of how um, Coleman got involved with this show. (laughs) Matt, the aforementioned Matt, writes, quote, the guy who used to jizz in Freebeer's wife, end quote, still the best quote of all time. (laughs) When I say those things... They're gone from my brain. I don't remember them. So if you bring them back because you remembered it and then you write it in a quote form, it always makes me laugh. And I usually go, what? I did? Holy fuck. Oh, shit. 
All right. So we are just um, watching the clock uh, and always paying attention to what's going on with the Burn King. The Burn King is always, always uh, top of mind, especially when it comes to who are these free beers. Uh, Kenny says, hell, I want a signed meathead shirt. You know, don't. why do you have to be so needy? Adam says, hopefully Greg got a talking to. Snowshoes on the camel, Chris writes, concerning my dad for dear meathead. Uh, no camel plows, just camel toes. All right. Anyway, thank you to dad. Thank you to Joanne. Always a good time when they join us for Dear Meathead. Uh, thank you. Wait a minute. I think I fucked up. I, I, I was telling you about one sponsor and then I stopped talking about the sponsors. I was supposed to hit a few more. I hit King's Room Barbershop. I hit the Vouch Store. I did not mention Impact Power Sports. Impact Power Sports. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, especially for winter. You got some great toys you can buy there for the wintertime and the summertime and the fall and the spring. Impact Power Sports, MI.com. Uh, the official fun sponsor of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Because I've got, you know, uh, accounting and... Well, no, I, I take it back. TC Paintball's pretty damn fun. In fact, that's the original fun guru right there. But anyway, Impact Power Sports... <laughs> Excuse me, I don't know what my problem is. Uh, the Michigan's newest Yamaha golf cart dealer. Check out the selection at Impact Power Sports online at impactpowersportsmi.com. They also have a full service department for you. If you already have uh, something fun that you tow around in your toy hauler that you need repaired, their experts will take care of anything that you need to make sure that you keep the fun going. Impact Power Sports in Rockford, Michigan. ImpactPowerSportsMI.com. Uh, the Tax Hobbit, Troy Ginzer. It is tax season. Damn it. Can you believe it? If you know an accountant in your life, like, oh, God, this is long hours, 15-hour days. Oh, my God. Uh, that's the Tax Hobbit. Tag Accounting. From January 1 to tax day, going, going, going. Tag CPA.net. That's my accountant. Troy Ginzer can help you with everything you need for your taxes. Doesn't matter where you are in the U.S., you can get your personal return done by Troy. Just call him, 616-301-9516 to get the ball rolling. Basically, it's just you saying, yeah, I heard you heard about you on the Eric Zane Show podcast. I want you to do my taxes. Okay, great. That's uh, 616-301-9516. 9516. You can also email uh, if you want Troy at tagcpa.net. I just threw it up on the live chat. Uh, get your taxes done right. You will get more money back than you've ever gotten before. God help you if you do your own taxes. I tried that with Madison yesterday, uh, last year for some reason, even though Troy is the guy. And motherfuck, did that was that a cluster? God, don't do it. And sure as shit, don't do TurboTax either. You're going to fuck it up. Trust me. Just because you watch a video doesn't mean you know what you're doing. Uh, reach out to Troy Ginzer at Tag Accounting. 
The Grand Rapids Gold are in action coming up on February 2nd. The next Grand Rapids Gold game. Nope, that's incorrect. That would be February 8th. Incorrect again. February 7th. You got a Wednesday, February 7th game and a Thursday, February 8th game. Thursdays and Fridays are $2 beers, $2 dogs. Come see your old pal EZ at the uh, Grand Rapids Gold game. 12 bucks a ticket. That's the cheapest ticket going. And with $2 beers, $2 dogs on Thursdays, it is an affordable, family-friendly night. Maybe not so much family, uh, family-friendly on Friday because it's college night. Uh, just you know, maybe cover their eyes. Uh, GrandRapidsGold.com. You're going to love it. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage reminds you that it is time to start investigating that mortgage because interest rates are dropping quickly. Uh, to, if they haven't already, they will soon. 231-332-6505 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Uh, whether it's your first mortgage or you've done this many times, perhaps you own your home and you want to get some money out of it to pay off a uh, credit card or home repair or vehicle repair or something. Uh, 231-332-6505 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. All right. Nick says, I am calling the tax hobbit when the show is over. Fuck TurboTax. It did not transmit half the forms. Yeah, I'm glad you do that, that you're going to do that. Because literally all you're going to have to do here, first of all, call them, tell them, and maybe give them the background of what you're talking about right there. And just let that fucker work his magic. And just do exactly what he tells you to do. It's going to set you back about a hundred bucks. Maybe a little more, maybe a little less. Chris says, why do they call free beer the burn king? That was a bit we had on the air when he was talking about when he was a kid in school. He was a smart ass. And the other students would refer to him as the burn king because he would say uh, insults that were good. So they called him the burn king. That's how that came to be. All right. Been meaning to get to the story about uh, Connor Stallions. Stallions was the guy who Harbaugh met with him and said, hey, this is all legend. This is my story. Harbaugh said to him, I want you to go to all these Big Ten games and our opponents and uh, shoot video of the, their sideline, the opposition. Make sure you get the, their signs that they're like, you know, how like the quarterback uh, needs to know the play. They'll do like uh, signs, like you wave their hands a certain way, clap, touch your forehead, wave your arms like the NFK, that type of shit. I want you to get the signs so that when we're on the sidelines, uh, we have an advantage because we can tell what type of plays that they're running. Uh, this goes back many, many games. Michigan goes on a great run once they start cheating. Uh, it's 
Also should be known that as soon as the cheating scandal was exposed, um, the quarterback, J.J. McCarthy, he was, you know, he turned into a very average quarterback. All right. I don't think he even threw for like one yard in the games that they didn't cheat in. Well, anyway, uh, Stallions is the patsy. He gets fired, and that's that. Harbaugh, uh, for now, has dodged any implication, but the NCAA investigation into that cheating scandal is still ongoing. And at the start of the year, uh, the NCAA said he was lying to them. So Harbaugh is up Shit's Creek, kind of, for now. It should be noted that Harbaugh is negotiating a new contract, trying to negotiate a new contract with Michigan while being interviewed by NFL teams. He just interviewed with Atlanta prior to that, the LA chargers. And while trying to get his contract renegotiated, um, where was it? Jim Harbaugh, according to Mike Florio from pro football talk is seeking a quote, unusual protection in Michigan's contract extension. This is pretty amazing. This is the third time he's finished a college season and, tra- and was flirting with the NFL. So he's negotiating the new contract with Michigan at the same time. And uh, Florio writes that Dan Wetzel from Yahoo Sports is saying that Harbaugh is trying to get it so that the contract with Michigan, if he does sign it, would have language in it that would, quote, grant him from immunity from firing if there is um, any findings or sanctions that could arise from multiple current NCAA investigations. In other words, Michigan um, would have to commit to not firing him in the event the NCAA drops the hammer so hard that firing him would be the only real option. Okay. Now, all along, Harbaugh has said, I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't do anything wrong. And so... It couldn't be more obvious that he was absolutely in charge of all the cheating when he's trying to negotiate a contract that would give him immunity from being fired if they find out all the shit that he did. <laughs> it's, it's fucking great. While Michigan could agree to pay out the contract, even in the event of a forecast termination, it would be difficult for Michigan to keep him on the job. So Harbaugh is saying, yeah, um, if you want to keep me here at Michigan, you have to write that no matter what happens to me, if I, whatever happens on this, these investigations, if they find out, if there's a picture of me, uh, if there's a video of me telling Connor Stallions to go get video of these other teams, you still can't fire me. That's what Jim Harbaugh is trying to get them to agree to. And you know, it's it's pretty interesting because um, Harbaugh acts like this God-fearing, sweet guy. Don't let him fool you. He's a fucking snake. He is using the leverage that he has to grant him some type of Trump-like immunity. God damn, is that incredible. 
Uh, Harbaugh interviewed on Monday for the Chargers job, Tuesday for the Atlanta job. Uh, the article goes, uh, goes on to say, given that he has climbed the college football mountain, that he's facing potentially significant NCAA punishment, and that he has said he has unfinished business in the NFL, it's hard not to imagine him returning to the pro game. Because uh, a lot of people, like Joe Martinez, are like, oh, yeah, proof, proof, you know, the, the investigation's done. Yeah, Michigan may be done looking at Harbaugh, but the NCAA is not done looking at Harbaugh. It takes time. I think the other, the the uh, the one earlier in the year might even still be open. About him lying. It could be that he's making a request that he knows Michigan cannot grant in order to make it easier to walk away from the uh, school with a semi-clear conscience. That's speculation on his part, but that is uh, that would be quite a request. One that I don't I don't know that they could manage that. Oh. God. Kuipers says haters gonna hate. Yeah. You can't say that for everything. Okay. He's trying to leave the school. What is disputable about that? He's interviewing for pro jobs. Joe Martinez writes facts, Eric. The NCAA said he lied about the recruiting, not the cheating. That's still being investigated, shit fuck. And JJ still threw for over 100 yards in all those. 100 yards? Big deal. McCarthy sucks without cheating. You know it and I know it. Uh, Matt says JJ did slow down after the scandal was exposed, but they also played their five toughest opponents, all games that they still won. Oh, there's no question. They're a good team. No question. Um, anyway, that's where we stand. Um, I was talking about Connor stallions to start though. So Stallions was the one that Harbaugh said, go get video. He said, okay, he got the video. They got busted. He got fired. We haven't really heard from him. I think he showed up at the national championship game. I like the one where like Harbaugh is like shaking hands with them and hugging them. And then Harbaugh said, I don't even know who he is. Stallions now is doing cameos. Oh, God, I got to see this. Cameo.com slash Connor Stallions. Uh, probably not what he's under as. I got to find it. If you can find it bef uh, before I do, please. Send it along. Connor Stallions doing cameos. He was spotted at the Rose Bowl. You can book a cameo appearance from Connor Stallions for just under $70. All right, here he is. I got it. Connor Stallions cameo. 
Joe Martinez is going to hire him. Commissioner Stallions here to announce the draft order for the most important fantasy football league in America. Each team, one ball. Here goes the lottery. What the fuck is he? I don't get it. Anyway. Someone writes, we've come full circle. He's on the other end of the lens. Connor Stallions is doing cameos. It says the link to his account can be found here. He boasts a five-star rating. I don't know if anybody's hired him yet. He describes himself on his cameo page as a former Michigan football analyst. All right. So some of you can book him. I want to see the cameos that Connor Stallions is doing. Okay. He's already raised his price to $75. Now I'm curious though, cause you can on cameo, uh, I do about one of these a year. You can write down what you want them to say. So can you basically get him to say, yeah, I cheated. Jim Harbaugh is a a fucking cheat. Michigan sucks. Or because I've done, I've tried to hire Chad Zumach one time and he uh, wouldn't do it. So I want to try to hire uh connor stallions on a cameo that would be great if but i really need the 75 dollars, so maybe i won't but you can hire connor uh connor stallions joe martinez there you go get after it maureen says he's got to cash in on his 15 minutes of fame or notoriety as the case as the case may be um well i think it's past that Chris says $70, some random dude with an unknown voice. He's so unknown that anybody could do that. They could, I could say I'm Connor Stallions and people would believe it. Joe Martinez says still need proof. Yeah, we already got the proof. It's already been proven. Didn't you hear? The defensive uh, linebackers coach got fired because he was caught deleting all the proof. That's all the proof you need. Well, anyway, doesn't going to matter. Uh, it isn't going to matter because Harbaugh's leaving anyway. At the end of the day, Jim Harbaugh will be coaching one of these shitty pro football teams. Actually, Harbaugh is, um, he'll probably be the highest paid coach ever. It, college, pro, doesn't matter. And, you know, I don't, I wonder if teams are willing to roll out the dough for them. God knows they should. Not only is he at the top of the mountain in college football after what he did with Michigan, um, but as a pro coach, I think he was like 44 wins and 17 losses. Don't forget, he took San Francisco to the Super Bowl. Didn't win. Uh, That was when Kaepernick was his quarterback. They took on uh, Baltimore. His brother, uh, his brother is John, John Harbaugh. So uh, Harbaugh is a pretty damn solid coach, no matter how you look at it. All right. Even if he does need to cheat in order to win a national championship and everybody knows that he did. That's a fact. All right. Uh, There is a Detroit Lions 
uh, fan who his name is Benjamin Cap. You may have seen Benjamin Cap. They had a camera on him as the Lions game was winding down because they won their first playoff game in 32 years, their second playoff win since 1957. And for the past 66 years, because we're on, what, 2024, minus 66, since 1958, so basically 1957, the Lions won the NFL championship. Uh, Benjamin Cap at the time was 23. The next year, he purchased season tickets, which I wonder how much it cost for season tickets in 1958. He's like, oh, man, the Lions are poised to be a dynasty. I'm going to buy season tickets to see them win. And then they didn't win in 1958 or 59, or 60. You have to go to 1992, I believe, when they next won a playoff game. 91 or 92, I forget. And um, lo and behold, he was there for that because he's bought season tickets every year for 66 years. So during the football game that was on TV, Lions game, uh, they put the camera on the old timer who is the same age as my dad. And uh, everybody was loving the fact he's now gone viral. This is the story of uh, Benjamin Cap. I probably just gave the goddamn story. Their first 66 years, Ben Cap has been to a lot of games. At Sunday night's playoff game, he was in the stands and on TV recognized for his incredible commitment to the team. The phone kept ringing constantly, which uh, after I checked a few times, then I had to ignore it. Wolverine Stone Company. I wonder if that's his business. I love this guy, by the way. The game was over. And what a game it was. The Lions beating the Rams by a single point, winning a playoff game, something that hasn't happened since the 1990s. It became very emotional, plenty of excitement, pretty much everything I expected. I think most people that attended the game believed, as I did, that, that I thought we would win. It would be a tough game, but I felt we were going to win, finally, and they did. Wearing Aww. his special Lions loyal fan member jacket, something you only receive if you've been a season ticket holder for at least 40 years, Ben recalls another special moment from Sunday night's game. Occasionally, they would come by and slap me, you know, and say, how many years? <laughs> He's like, hey, you slapped me too hard. and just shit my pants. Because they see that, and I'd say 66. Well, then I had followers. Okay. <laughs> cheering me, you know, it was, it was very emotional. Still basking in the glow of that magical night, we had to ask. What's next for the Lions? I think we'll win the next one or two games, and you never know what happens. Oh, oh, oh. Then you're at the Super Bowl. <laughs> In Grosse Point Farms, Camille Mary, Fox 2 News. Oh, my God. I'm attorney Mark Bernstein. Hey, Mark. No fee guarantee. You got you to gotta win it for the old guy. Come on now. Um, yeah, I can't. I don't even like to. Um, I don't like to think that far ahead. 
I've distanced myself. I talked about this from all of the um, uh, writers and fan groups that I used to be part of because I just, I cannot take the stress. It's, it's, it is not fun. The only time I really enjoy myself is when they're like jail sex in a team. Those are my favorite. I don't, I do not prefer the um, close games. Cole says that jacket cost him $100,000. Cole writes also think of all the money this guy has wasted in so much of his life. Asshole of the day, Ben Cap. God. Kenny writes, he's officially known as the most miserable football fan ever until now. Kyle adds, uh, further proof that Ford's name needs to be removed from those jerseys. Oh, come on. Whatever. By the way, there was a guy, um, you may have seen him during the Lions game, who was... um, Openly weeping. I think you might remember this guy. I'm, I'm holding him up to the uh, camera right now because I don't have the uh, uh, image to show. He was there. Like, oh, fans are crying in the stands. Oh, my God. I guess there's a story that goes along with this. Tyler sent it along. Some person I don't know, Sam Fawaz, wrote on his Facebook page. His name is... Aaron Joseph uh, Wakaris. I just spoke to him, and I can tell you that he made me tear up. Excuse me. His father, Joseph Allen Wakaris, was the season ticket holder when the Lions played at the Silverdome. He would take Aaron with him to watch all the games. They got to see the Lions beat the Cowboys during the last game at the Silverdome in 2002. Joseph Wakaris was an iron worker belonging to Local 25 in Detroit, helped build Ford Field. Sadly, in 04, he died in a tragic motor vehicle accident when Aaron was only 14. He was buried in his Detroit Lions leather jacket. Aaron's brother, Robbie, surprised Aaron with tickets to that game Sunday. They watched it with their mom, Amy. The emotion we all saw by Aaron is as raw and genuine as they come. Yeah, everybody thought the guy was like shit-faced. No, he was... Remembering his dad, it would be amazing if the Ford family or a generous Lions fan treat Aaron, his brother, and their mom to tickets for the upcoming game against the Tampa Bay Bucks at Ford Field. Well, you just said it. Why don't you do it? I know his father is smiling down on him and the Lions right now. Um, if you're the, ca- I'm surprised they got the camera guy uh, to focus. How did the camera guy see that? Because you know how that is. is Camera guys are panning the crowd constantly for reactions. And then if they see somebody that's starting to lose it like that, then they kind of like, okay, mark that one. We got to come back to that guy. Hopefully the waterworks will be on if they, if they win. That's great camera work right there. You ever wonder how they get those shots? That's a good camera person who figures that out. I may have read this already. Chris's comment. He's going to drop dead if they make it to the Super Bowl. I don't even like to think about it. Seriously. It it just, it messes with my head. It messes with my head. I'll say this. This is a divisional game Sunday. The winner goes on to the championship of the 
of each conference. You're down to four teams. After this weekend's games, there's four teams. Um, I watched the Lions lose the conference championships when I was 22. Haven't seen that since. This is so weird. Even just the one fucking playoff win is so weird. And I don't think now, like I was talking to Joe Martinez, who is, I don't know how you can be so awful about the fucking Lions. I mean, at what point do you say, all right, now I'm going to start rooting for them? I mean, if they, if, they, if they win one more, do you suddenly just go, all right, now I'm a fan? I mean, at some point, you have to get over the fact that they'd been shitty for so long, and now they're just fucking good. They have become good. Even if they lose this next game, they were excellent this year most of the time. So I don't know if it's, um, if it, you can say at this point in the game, being that they are in the second round of the playoffs, I don't think even if they lose, same old Lions stands. I just don't. I think it's been too much of a success. Um, now, if they do it again next year, that's a totally different story. You'll have to wait and see. But for this year, they've been anything but same old Lions. So get over yourselves and start to enjoy the games. God damn it. Holy shit. Stubborn, a stubborn former Lion fan drives me crazy. He writes, they will be the same Lions. You are so stubborn. It's they're having a great year. You have to admit that. You, you can't not admit it. And so what happens if they don't lose? Then what do you do? Do you say, well, I was wrong? I mean, how can you, isn't, doesn't that get fatiguing? Kyle writes, if they win the Super Bowl, it would be so cool to have Michigan football and Detroit Lions as champions. Yes, it would. It absolutely would. All right. Either way, I'm excited about it all. But I just wonder, how, how long are you going to hang on to this silliness? All right. Uh, thank you to uh, Rick from TC Paintball. We have moved Paintball War number 23, the battle for the Rio Grande. I haven't gotten confirmation from the Mexicans yet, but it's looking like February 18th. Rick says he has to take the day off, and I support that decision because it's Lions football at 3 p.m. on Sunday, which would have definitely have crossed paths with the Paintball War. Can't have that. Rick said, this happens once every 50 years. We got to ride it. You're right. I agree. Book an event at TC Paintball. The Mexicans are still going to show up this weekend, though. God bless them. TC Paintball online at tcpaintballgr.com. Fully stocked pro shop. An unbelievable entertainment destination for Michigan and beyond. People travel from a long, long way to uh, do paintball wars at TC Paintball. It's a time of the year when people are cooped up inside. Get out and enjoy the day at TC Paintball in the indoor comfort of their fantastic, fantastic, gigantic paintball field indoors at TC Paintball. 
Online at tcpaintballgr.com. That would be quite a scene if you did a paintball war outside with three feet of snow. Thank you to Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance, licensed independent insurance agent slash broker wants to work for you to make sure that you get insured. Too many people don't know the ins and outs of how to sign up for healthcare at healthcare.gov. They try to do it themselves. They do it wrong. They have a bad experience. Frank will help you every step of the way to make sure you get what you're supposed to get and you pay the right amount for your insurance. Most people aren't aware of how the program works. It is funded by a government tax subsidy, so you do not pay the full premium. Frank will help you out and won't charge you a dime to do it. Seems like a scam. How could that possibly be true? That's because Frank doesn't get paid by you. He gets paid by the insurance companies because he puts people like you into the policies. Reach out to Frank today. Go to buyinsurancehere.com. B-U-Y insurancehere.com. Uh, reach out to Joe Martinez for the free furnace tune-up. Call him and say, stop being stubborn about the, about the Lions. 616-516-8579 today. 616-516-8579 today for a free furnace tune-up. Okay, if you haven't had this done ever, you are rolling the dice. And you are zapping the life out of your furnace system. It needs to be maintained yearly. Joe will do it for free because he's teamed up with DTE Energy, who covers the cost of you, the consumer. No cost. 100% free. No strings attached. 616-516-8579. Last but not least today, Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Get your vehicles repaired by the best in the business. A uh, locally owned business by a wonderful family. And you can reach out to them at 616-532-6600. Say hello to Jamie, Megan, Eric. That Eric and Jamie are mom and dad. Megan is the daughter. They will work circles around the competition. Uh, continued technical upgrades as they take classes to better themselves when it comes to regular combustion motors evs and hybrids the dealers take the cars to irvine's when they get in the weeds 616-532-6600 for irvine's auto repair grand rapids hybrid and ev ervines.com that's ervines.com hey and chris says don't forget the best coffee machine in existence. Joe Martinez says the Lions cheated. And then he says Campbell going to choke on that fourth and one. And then he says go blue. And then he says the Lions need the slogan, we bow to no one. Why do you hate them? I, I'm, I'm curious. I don't understand you, you fucking asshole. I'm going to fucking kick your ass. Son of a bitch. Your asshole of the day is Joe Martinez. This might be a first. And at the bottom there, that's a sombrero. Joe Martinez is the asshole of the day today. Call him up and call him an asshole. 
This is what you do. Here's a phone number. Call them right now. 616-516-8579. Call or text the word asshole. All right. Tell Diana not to post anything on Facebook, he writes. Because, yeah, fucking Diana says, I love the Lions. And then he makes a smart-ass comment. What a fucking dick. God damn it. Build the wall. All right. Uh, Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you guys. Uh, We'll talk to you on the Patreon bonus podcast. Till then, have a good one. Bye-bye.